Hello and welcome to the Moncast. A podcast where we watch Pokemon and Digimon in tandem and discuss the similarities and differences that they share. My name's Sam. And I'm Stevie. And the score currently stands at 1412 to Pokemon. And this time we're watching episode 27, Hypno's Nap Time and the Gateway to Home. Stevie here, just adding a bit of news I forgot to mention when we recorded. I'm going to be joining a second podcast called Year of Steam, where we talk about games that we've played in our Steam libraries, usually picked out at random so it could be anything good or bad. They upload every other week, so I asked if me and Stuart, who is also a fan of their show, could record a similar thing for the off weeks and put it on their feed, and they kindly said yes. So the first episode with me on should be going up tomorrow. I'll link to the RSS feed in the show notes, so if you're interested, you can subscribe and listen to some of the previous episodes if you want to get a feel for what it's like. I strongly recommend it. It's by far one of my favourite podcasts. And that's everything, so let's get back to the main show. The first episode we are watching this time is Hypno's Nap Time. Ash and Co are in Hop 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 Town, which is a city, when Ash is hugged by a random woman who couldn't tell the difference between Ash and her much younger and also completely different looking son, who has gone missing, along with six kids, or ten kids, or something, I don't think anyone's really keeping count. The gang learn that along with these kids, all the Pokemon in the Pokemon Centre have gone into catatonic states and don't respond to anything. Ash and Co set off to solve this mystery, along with Officer Jenny, who brings along a Deus Ex Machina sensor, and immediately find the source of a strange sleep wave. What they find is a mansion on top of a skyscraper with a group of people inside who are using Drowsy and Hypno to get some sleep because they're all too rich and busy to get actual sleep. Hypno makes Misty act like a seal and she runs away to a conveniently located forest where all the kids are hiding, pretending to be Pokemon as well. As the gang use Drowsy to secure all of the kids and their hypnosis, I ask myself how it took Officer Jenny three days to solve a mystery the kids managed to solve in about half an hour. So, Hop 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 Town. Hop 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 Town? That's where they are. They're in Hop 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 Town. Is that a district of Celadon City? No. No? It's just a thing? It's just they're in a completely new city. I'm sure they're in, like, Celadon City still, I'm assuming. But there's just a pun, and they decide to call the place Hop 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 Town. So that they can hop hop hop. And then uh, we're attacked by a pair of breasts that come toward the screen. That shot. I don't know what to say about it. There's just a woman coming at you, and there's just a really close-up of her breasts. As she hugs Ash, and she says... You look just like my Arnold. And I was like, I bet he looks nothing like Arnold. Spoiler alert, he looks nothing like Arnold. Arnold is a lot younger, has blue hair, is smaller. So they're talking about all the kids that have gone missing because apparently there are six kids that have gone missing. But Misty is also dreaming about being a star for some reason, about having her posters put up because she wants to be a star. And this entire scene is surprisingly tame considering there are like kids missing. And this is just another example of the gang just not caring about others. There's a mystery. Kids have disappeared three days ago. I want to be a star. Well done, Misty. Well done. And then Ash is like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a great detective and solve. It's like, yep, let's let 10-year-olds solve the case. The police cannot solve. 10-year-olds are always the best at everything. This is an anime. They are going to be the best people. Plus, all the officials are probably inbred. Maybe. So they go to a Pokemon Center because 
of plot and that pokemon center looks ridiculous it's like a space base it's bright orange and it's got a weird nub on top and it's got a satellite dish it's cool i like the pokemon center it's more of a space center it's super echoey in there as well when ash and misty are talking to nurse joy it's super echoey and then nurse joy is like oh we've got our own mystery because these pokemon are basically university students and they're so burnt out and they're lying here and not making any noise or moving much hey i'm not like that all the time i bet there are long periods of your day where you're just so tired and done with everything i don't lie there doing nothing i lie there on my vita instead my favorite pokemon in the world is here i'm so happy there's a cubone it's a cubone yeah so there's a big mystery that kids have disappeared and pokemon are not responding to anything and there's a psyduck as well i'll get on to why i love psyduck i've got in my notes God help if any actual crime happened in this town. No one would get caught or anything. That is true. No one seems to care that there's a massive problem going on. And Officer Jenny out of nowhere brings out a sleep wave detector. Why does she have this and how does it work? How does it detect sleep waves? How does she know that's that's the thing that's causing this problem? She's just been detecting sleep waves. It's oddly specific. This is Pokemon World where psychics can turn people into dolls. I'll buy sleep waves. It's the most specific device ever. It picks up sleep waves that are projected throughout the world. Okay, so that happens, and then Sleepachu happens. Sleepachu. Pikachu falls asleep and it's adorable. Well, Pikachu's always adorable, just slightly more so when it's sleeping. I mentioned that the kids went missing three days ago, and that the Pokemon had this thing happen three days ago. But it's like three days of this unsolved mystery, and progression only happens when the kids get involved. It's like, no one's making an effort to find these kids. If she had got that sleep wave detector... It would have picked it up straight away what was going on, but she just doesn't seem to want to use it. She just looks at it and goes, that's weird. Better carry on with my day. I've got this really specific device. This thing does one specific job. I'll use it later and see what happens. So they conveniently get to this skyscraper and it's either an enormous skyscraper or a really small mansion because there is a mansion on top of it for some reason. I think that's really cool though. It is cool. I think it's really cool. But either the mansion is tiny or that skyscraper is massive. And I think the skyscraper might be massive. I think the skyscraper was massive. And then they bust down the door and there's so much tension. Everyone's like, what's going on here about these people having a party? So there are kids missing and everyone's like, yeah, there are some kids missing. I want to be a star. Who are these people having this party what is this it's like the tension is in the completely wrong part of this episode and then we see the two worst pokemon in the world drowsy and hypno are really creepy i don't like them because my local town of worcester in pokemon go is absolutely lousy with drowsy so i don't care for drowsy but there they are it's the noses that really weird me out yeah hypno creeps me out because its mouth is like right underneath its nose it's a bit gross i like it's a really simple design and there's a song there was a song i heard i think it's called like hypno's lullaby or something it's based on a creepy pasta i remember listening to that when i was younger hypno is a creepy thing yes it is so they yeah they bust into this match and they're all super tense about it and then you find out it's these rich people who are so busy with their rich lives that they don't have time to sleep so they've got these pokemon to make them go to sleep instead of you know going to sleep or finding medical attention they're rich people they can do what they want then misty gets turned into a seal because why not she runs away and finds where all the kids are and it's like have they spent three days being pokemon how are they not like starving i imagine pokemon can survive in the wild yeah but if they're pretending to be pokemon are they their own interpretations of that pokemon or are they actually being that pokemon because what happens if that kid who's a bulbasaur that thinks that bulbasaur eat caterpie there's someone there pretending to be a caterpie what if that child's going to eat that other child and i've made it dark yay yay cannibalism and then 
Brock comes out with with a phrase which really bothers me because why would he know it? It's called Pokemonitis. Why does he call it Pokemonitis? The kids are hypnotized into being like Pokemon. You can't say it's Pokemonitis, which is a disease. You wouldn't see a person who's hypnotized to be a chicken. You wouldn't say they've got chickenitis. Well, you wouldn't. Brock might. Yeah, because Brock's an idiot. Also, at the start, it said that there were six missing kids, and there's more than six missing kids there. I thought I said eight. Was it eight? Okay, then eight missing kids. But there's more than eight kids there. There's, you know, at least like ten. There's a lot of kids. That's how little people care about kids missing. They're like, oh. Although Officer Jenny was going putting up more posters. There could have been any number of kids. Yeah. It's like Stranger Things all over again. So then Team Rocket appear in the hang gliders doing their motto because Team Rocket have to be in every episode. There must be something in between those things. Yeah, they say that they could use Drowsy. Yeah, Drowsy does dream waves instead of sleep waves. So they go back to the mansion and they find that and then James just puts a mirror in front of Hypno and Hypno decides to use the attack. And so do psychic waves work like light and can be reflected? Because it doesn't make sense. It's just a representation of the map. It is using a Pokemon attack using hypnosis basically side effects are it will make people think they're pokemon but then after that we get that great line from uh jesse saying that they have to fill half an hour yeah because they go back on the backup plan of just like attacking everything and james is like why didn't we do this in the first place and jesse just says we had to fill the half an hour somehow because <laughs> jesse knows about the writers stretching out the plot i like fourth wall team rocket it doesn't really excuse it though just pointing out the problem doesn't make the problem go away so then ash uses pidgeotto to blow them away because they couldn't have just got out of the hang gliders team rocket they're incompetent and then drowsy does its thing on misty and they start doing this thing where there's a lot of still images in this episode like lots of things with people not moving and then random spots of really laggy looking animation like with drowsy and hitler doing their thing it's all jarry and moving and it really gave me anxiety for some reason yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just my internet being bad or if it was actually the animation. Yeah, I thought it was lagging, so I checked. But no, it's that's how it's supposed to look. We've both had the same thing, so it must be how it was actually animated. I don't like it. It's all jittery and oh, it gave me a little bit of an anxiety. It's not good. But yeah, like the second half of this episode is full of still images. So there's a lot of just a, a shot of them all stood there looking at something and no one's moving so they take drowsy to the kids and then all the kids get hypnotized the same thing happens there and i feel a bit weird because it gives me anxiety i don't know why it does this but it just does it just looks weird and unsettling and then we finally meet arnold who is a lot smaller than ash and has blue hair but you know arnold's mom doesn't really care because no one cares about these kids going missing Arnold's mom is probably short-sighted or something. He looks just like my son, I think. Maybe, I don't know. This one will do. She basically just runs in and goes, Here's a filler plot! Please help me! Protagonists, you're not doing anything at the moment. Here's a thing to do for half an hour. And it does take them about half an hour to solve all this. It's very fast. So then they take the drowsy to the Pokemon Center, and it does the same thing. And then Cubone's happy. Yay! Happy Cubone. But Psyduck still has a headache. Yep, Psyduck has got a headache. And no one wants a Psyduck. No. And then Brock's just like, oh, I'll, I'll look after the Psyduck. And Brock doesn't actually want it. And Misty accidentally catches it. Misty catches Pokemon, like Ashwin's badges. She's just there, and then she gets the Pokemon. She just drops a Pokeball, and Psyduck's like, whoa, okay. What's this? Taps it, immediately caught. Psyduck basically catches itself. It's amazing. And I'd completely forgotten about this Psyduck that Misty gets. But as soon as I saw the Psyduck, it all came flooding back to me of all the amazing moments with it. 
just constantly having a headache, and I was like, yes! Psyduck's pretty cool. I'm amazed I didn't remember that there was a Psyduck in this series until it turned up, but when it did, it was just, everything clicked into place, and I was like, I was just so happy. I wasn't sure if it was the one Misty caught until the end, at which point I literally just like, my arms were in the air cheering, just like, yeah, I really like Misty's Psyduck. It's just amazing. There are some good episodes then that I think you're going to enjoy. It's going to improve the series like tenfold. Definitely. Psyduck just makes the show. Just replace Ash with Psyduck. That'll work. Any more thoughts on this episode? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, like I said, I just explained the plot now. <laughs> you just explained the plot. I'm like, okay, that's it. There was the moment when all the kids got returned back to normal and just started saying what their career plans were going to be. <laughs> just like, I'm supposed to be a Pokemon trainer. I'm going to be a doctor. They just all wake up, immediately state their career plans and leave. I'm so glad these little kids have their lives in order. <laughs> exactly. That's all that matters. As long as they remember their chosen career paths, then it's all... Okay, in the end. But there were more things that I didn't like. Like, when Ash was thinking about his mum, it flashed back to the band episode, and it reminded me of the band episode, and I didn't like that. Because that was an awful episode, so they shouldn't flash back to it, ever. Also, they seem to be explaining that Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny are cousins of cousins, like, every single time we meet them. It's just a waste of time. If you've seen any of the other episodes, then you'll know what's going on but they have to explain it every time. And also, the protagonists seem very surprised when they find out that sleep waves make Pokemon sleep. You'd think they make that connection a lot faster. And with the Pokemon, it's like, it's the same plot doubled over. It's like, oh, the kids have gone missing, but now here's a similar thing with the Pokemon. We're going to go and have to save the kids and also save the Pokemon. This thing will fix the kids and also fix the Pokemon. We have fixed the kids, now we're going to fix the Pokemon. But at least Psyduck comes out of it. Yeah, okay. Also, you'd think they'd found the children in the park a lot sooner. Yeah, like I said, it's taken them three days, even though... Um, Officer Jenny has the exact device they need to find the thing they need to solve this mystery. And for a Pokemon Lovers Club, whatever it's called, there's not many Pokemon out of the Pokeballs. There's just the creepy ones. They're a Pokemon Lovers Club, but they're just so busy that they don't have time to sleep. Favourite things? My favourite thing in this episode is going to be Cubone, because it's nice to see a Cubone. And any time there's a Cubone, it's going to be great, because it's all, it's all like, just completely out of it. And then it wakes up and it's happy. It's a good enough excuse. Fair enough, I've picked Patamon just because it flew towards the camera and didn't say anything plot holy before. I guess Cubone sort of fulfills similar criteria. And I'm saying Psyduck because I've never been so overjoyed to see a Pokemon. The only thing that would make me happier is if Butterfree came back, but that's not going to happen, so I'll settle for Psyduck. Psyduck will make me happy. So you're rooting for a new one, which is Psyduck? Yeah, Psyduck's just going to be the best thing. Overall thoughts? It's an odd episode. There's this little plot. It's filler apart from getting Psyduck. No one cares about the kids and it was all solved really quickly. But it was worth it because Misty got her Psyduck. That's all I care about. Fine, it was worth it because Misty got the Psyduck. But there were so many like extra steps that they had to take to get there. It was like the main plot, but then at the end of it, Psyduck gets caught, which is fine by me. I'm just so happy. <laughs> I like Psyduck a lot. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're, you're happy you've got Psyduck. Without Psyduck, this episode would just be filler and nothing. So that's kind of what happens with this. It's like they'll have a really filler episode that doesn't make much sense at the very end. There's a of Pokemon on for why not reasons. Also, I didn't have the nostalgia and the vague memories of how amazing Psyduck is. I would have finished the episode on such a positive note. It would have just been like, oh, okay, that's happened. That was a bit funny. They've just thrown Psyduck in there because they could. But because I sort of know what's going to happen with Psyduck, it's going to be amazing. These future episodes are going to be so much better. 
The second episode we're watching is The Gateway Home. Jenai dumps a plot bomb on the kids, revealing the existence of an eighth child and the gateway to home. Punk Agumon and Reggae Palmon use disguises to get inside Myotis Mon's castle and give the kids a way in. They then spend a while slowly making their way to the gate which Myotismon hurries through to get a head start in the 8th child hunt. The kids, however, are held up by a new minion, Gatomon, and her Davidramon followers, long enough so that the gate shuts just as Ty reaches it. What will the kids do now? Find out next time on Digimon Digital Monsters. Digimon Digital Monsters Digimon Digimon Digital Monsters Digimon I like this this little opening of Joe and Taya in a little stream with plastic bags that Joe got from the restaurant and they're filling up water because they're obviously going to need water. It's like it's nice to see them being resourceful. Well, before that, there's the recap of the last episode. Don't want really to think about the last episode. Yeah, the recap was like 20 seconds long, which basically just shows how empty the last episode was. And then there's this plot convenient Jedi appears. If Jedi hadn't appeared, the kids would have no idea what to do right now. That's true, but they need things explaining to them. So they get Jedi, which is loosely translated to exposition dump. Plot bomb. So now Jedi gives them the next arc. Basically. So the good news is that they're going to get an eighth Ditty Destined child who we do not know. But the bad news is that Myotis Mon has, has, has heard of Japan and is going there now. Oh no! They rush off to what I assume is Myotis Mon's castle. And, well, first we see Nanimon and Ew. Nanimon's kind of gross. A sort of like Nanimon. It's just a giant head with limbs. It's the Digimon version of Mankey. Well, it's kind of like Primate. Ew. But then we get Punk, Agumon, and Reggae Palmon, and they're both really cute. And then we see Demi Devimon talking to Myotismon, and then Sultry Catmon appears. And I can't tell, but is she voiced by the same person who voices Rika in Tamers? I have no idea. Apparently not. Only Gatamon's evolution line. If one of her conditions was, I'll only do this role if I can make cat jokes all the time. If it's not a cat, I'm not voicing it. So Gatamon appears, and I like Gatamon. She's a cat. She's also stronger than Demi Devimon and should have been the one going around doing all these things for the last arc. That's actually one of my notes. He should have sent Gatomon to get the crests. It would have saved a lot of time. Gatomon's much more competent, but she looks too trustworthy. Exactly. Who would you trust more, the cat or the, the devil ball? Good question. Apparently the devil ball. <laughs> I need a special little like disclaimer before all of my little rants about Castlevania Mon. Plans are so bad. If he had just sent Gatomon out, she would have easily have gotten all the uh, crests in no time or have killed all the kids whatever she wanted to do no no it has to be the, the little ball and then apparently legend tells of this gate that he has in his castle that's a gateway to the human worlds but like it's his castle it's literally just in a room he probably built his castle around it once he found it maybe they were after the cards i could see them having to find the cards to get the portal to open do you really want another hunt for collection of items arc Yes. No. It would just be more filler stuff where they find something new every episode at the end. They barely had enough to fill it with the crests. Well, this episode like is very half-hearted as well because we've had so little already. And then after this, we've literally got this team of losers, which are like Numamon, Shumon, Sukumon, etc. Basically give Nanimon soda, which is clearly not soda. And then one of my notes is Chumon is adorable because Chumon is adorable. It's a little pink cartoon mouse and i love it so then they all leave then he has to go and go to the human world and then the kids do a thing my own notes run out here okay i go into a massive rant about how my otis one is a giant self-centered dramatic <laughs> who thinks nothing of anyone else and have to be worthy around him when in reality he's this really bad plan maker who's got stupid ideas and is also ugly now you're just being harsh <laughs> he literally tried to kill the kids at one point in the last episode but then they're coming towards him and he asks them if they work for him who is this person <laughs> 
I get so mad at him, so my notes end here, pretty much. Apart from, like, it's cool to see Gatamon fighting against these giant champion Digimon. She's a lot smaller and is jumping between them fighting. It's pretty good. And then Devidramon is cool. It's like a beast form of Devimon, which is great. And then there's Battle Greymon again, because why not? If there's always if there's going to be an evolution to Ultimate and it's not plot significant, it's going to be Metal Greymon. So those are my only notes. But there's like half a page of rant about my Otismon about why he's self-centered. I got so annoyed. <laughs> Disclaimer, I've been ill for a couple of days and uh, it hit me the most like last night and today. But I was just watching it. I was stuffy. I felt gross. I was trying to watch this thing. And I had other things I wanted to do. I wanted to sleep. I had trouble sleeping. So instead of sleeping and doing something I really want to do, I had to sit and listen to this guy just waffle on about how he's the best. And I was like, you know what, my Otis mom, you. I just got so mad at him because who is he? Why does he, why does he even go here? What's the point of him? Why can't they have someone else? Because they have my Otismon. No one is worthy of my Otismon's position as villain. So last episode, I was like, he's bad, but I kind of like hating him. And now I'm like, I just hate him. There's no like anymore. Oh, you're going to have a bad time. I'm going to have a bad couple episodes, aren't I? Couple, more like eight or more. I'm going to have a bad arc. It goes up to like episode 40 that he's still there. It goes up to like season two and he's still there. So it's all on you now. I finished with my little rant and stuff. I, I haven't got notes. I haven't got adequate notes for this episode because I got angry. Well, basically the last eight minutes or so of this episode is all just try and get through the gate. And they keep that going for eight minutes by having lots of digivolutions and then stock footage attacks. And then Gatamon turns up and beats them all up. That's a cool bit. But then they keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. And then the last minute or so is actually intense because Ty's making a mad dash for the door. There's really cool animations of the champion Digimon pushing Devidramon out the way so he can keep running. And then he doesn't quite make it. That last, I don't know, 30 seconds of that mad dash was really good. There's that smug little Gatamon face. He says, see you later. Gatamon is cool. Shame this episode's just bad. Well, it's not bad. It's so time-wasty. I do feel like for the last lot of episodes, well, for, for most of the episodes we've had so far, you could probably shave a good five minutes of the episodes and still have a good episode. Yeah, it's just they need to drag things out. I do feel like a good way of describing it is that all the episodes, they have an episode and they water it down ever so slightly just to make it go that bit further. They have to fill that half hour. Even on Pokemon's side, though, they're doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Really, this episode and the last episode probably could have been put together. I would have liked to have seen more about Sora. So much exposition, so many digivolutions. I think it would have been good if Garudamon evolved in the fight against Gatomon. That could have worked, actually. I don't know how you'd link that battle to love, though. From the same thing before, like, Beomon's still hurt. They're in the castle. Everybody's fighting and getting beaten up. And then Beomon's like, please let me fight. Please, I just want to go and fight. Everyone's in danger. And she's like, we need to get through this. We need to get home to the people we care about. And she's like... I th- I've got to let you fight, even though I don't want you to. This is like what my mom said to me, that I, I shouldn't do this thing, even though like I, it's something I want to do. And then she's like, oh yeah, love, plot relevance, love. Garudamon could, because of Garudamon's size, could have quite easily got rid of Davidramon and everything. And then Gatamon makes that dash to the door and it's like the door closes and that's why they lose instead of just, oh, I'm going to fly us away. But no, Metal Greymon has to appear because it's always Metal Greymon. Yeah, so many Digivolutions. Digivolves to Greymon. Togemon turns up. Ikakumon turns up. Kabuterimon. Garurumon. Basically everyone gets a Digivolution. And then there's Metal Greymon on top of that, which is one of the longer animations. There's also one shot where all of the kids are basically stood in front of a Davidramon, at which point the Davidramon could have easily crushed them, and it would have all been over. That was the slight oversight. Any more things? About Myotismon's plans. 
those those brilliant genius plans he has. Those brilliant plans of I'm going to stay here and work out these cards while I send my weakest minion off to go and try and stop the kids from accessing the power of the crests. He's been there for two months. He's still not worked out the cards. And then just in this episode, he works it out. How convenient. Very convenient. It's just taken the exact amount of time to work it out in this episode as the kids arrive. If only that's a way of describing, like a word you can use or a phrase you can use to describe how convenient it was for the plot. Mm. Nope, can't think of anything. Cool. What was your favourite thing in this episode? I'm going to say Gatomon, because I'm glad that she was introduced and she's a cooler minion than Demi Devimon. My favourite thing was Chumon, because it's a cute mouse and I like Chumon. Overall thoughts? Kind of like this episode. I mean, it's the kids being tactical again instead of them all going in. It's a more covert ops where they've disguised Argumon and Palmon. It's quite good. I can't stand Myotismon. He's just a D-bag. But we've got Gatomon, who's, apart from the sultriness, is kind of interesting because she's a smaller Digimon but she's powerful. Yeah, she just goes in and punches everything, which makes for some quite nice combat scenes. So yeah, I like this episode. It's it's definitely, of the arc, it's like the first proper step into the next big arc. Well, not really because they've got the next episode still where they have to work out how to get back. Well, they've got purpose to go there now, haven't they? They've always had that overshadowing mission of finding a way home, but now they've they've got a potential way home, but then they've just been given the new block of Myotismon has stopped them from being able to do this, and also there's a cat and it's powerful. My overall thoughts according to my notes were very empty much Digivolve, lots exposition. That's Doji's thoughts on Digimon. There's nothing particularly wrong with it. I think it's because it's not an interesting story, really, that we found out there's a new kid. It's the getting to the place, really. It's more, this is the the last little bit of just, I'll oh, get this out of the way, let's get to the real world and get to the next actual arc. But they're going to drag it out another episode before they get back. Of course they will. What else would they do? I think next episode's going to be another particularly empty one. I can't remember what the next two episodes are. The next one's going to be, let's go to Jedi's house and stay there for most of the episode. This next episode is just going to be so much filler. Because they're going to have to fill it a whole episode before they get back to the human world. I'm done with it now. Let's move on. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we talk about the similarities and differences in these episodes. So let's start with our monsters over the week. Mine is Gatomon, because she's a small champion Digimon who doesn't look evil, but is kind of evil and can really hold her own. It's a battle against multiple bigger opponents. And like you said, it's it gives us more dynamic battle scenes of this tiny dot essentially, zipping between all the champions and beating them up. And she also commands an army of Devedramon. Who in themselves are quite intimidating. Yeah, she basically makes the whole roadblock in the episode. Myotismon does nothing. He just goes through the gate. Stands there and looks entitled. My monster of the week, I'm going to say Reggae Palmon. Because I like Palmon, so a Reggae version is just cherry on top. To me, it looks like they've basically just replaced the petals with what it would actually be if she was a human. I don't know what you're trying to say about Palmon. <laughs> if she had hair, it'd probably be dreadlocks because it, like they do in the episode, it matches her segments of petals, having segments of hair. Okay, so you're saying her petals are like dreadlocks? Yeah. I thought you were trying to make a connection between dreadlocks and Palmon's personality. <laughs> no. Which episode do you think had the best storyline? Digimon, but that's only one thing 
that lets it down. It's whenever my Otismon talks. That's nothing to do with the storyline. That's just my Otismon. If they get rid of the bit where he talks, I think the next arc will be quite interesting and quite good. But I think any time that he talks, it's going to lower my opinion of the episode. So as long as he doesn't talk that much, then I think it's going to be okay. Great. I've had my little rant about my Otismon now. And... Is this going to be a segment? No, 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 no. Every time he does that now, it's not going to be as impactful because it's just what he does. Even though he's in this episode and he was how he normally is, I still think it was the best episode out of the two. We're not onto that whole episode episode thing yet no but like the best storyline i think it was better even though it has my oldest one in it i'll say digimon's was better because it's full of as many plot conveniences as pokemon was but it's actually part of the story it's not just filler it's not as boring as well they're both pretty boring <laughs> yeah but it's not as boring as like oh we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do it with the pokemon and go do it again and do it again and do it again eh, there's nothing between them uh similarities why don't you do your theme first Okay, mine, it was another tough one, but my theme is people being overdramatic because Ash and Co. didn't care when there was like a genuine issue of the kids being missing. But the second they walk into a mansion full of people having a party, everyone's like, what's going on here? What is this place? And in Digimon, we have Myotismon. Myotismon's good though. Yeah, but he's overly dramatic. I think I'm going to warm to him, give it a couple episodes and he's still being his super flary, dramatic person. I'm like, look at this dog. Look at him as more flamboyant. I see him as he's trying so hard to be this edgy, romantic, classical vampire, when in reality he's just this weirdo. Why are you so mean to him? Because look at him. Look at his haircut. Look at those shoes. You'll hurt his feelings. It's okay. He probably plays like a giant organ at night with bats and there's like a full moon. It's a silhouette of his castle. The bats fly out of like the tower and then he's there like do 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 Okay. I know he's supposed to be a villain, but to me, he's like a twelve year old who watched a vampire movie once and was like, I want to be all about that. I don't get the hate. I think it's less hate, it's more like he's just he's so dumb. He's just done with his dumb. The next time I see him I might be like, Haha, look at that face. Just an idiot. You're not actually going to like him, you're just gonna laugh at him. You're gonna laugh at his expense. I think I'm gonna end up liking him just because he's just so he does everything so wrong. I'll always have the knowledge that if he just changed his plan slightly in on in one of literally many occasions he could slightly tweak his plan to make it an instant victory. But instead he's gonna stick to this really convoluted and awkward plan just because it's more dramatic it's going to be more palatable for me to assume that he is going to do things in a more dramatic way because it's more dramatic if i see him as someone who enjoys drama then that'll make me happy he is basically just etamon with a vampire theme but yeah my similarities there was hypnosis involved in both of these and to vidramon hypnotize the champion level digimon and there's hypno and drowsy that just do all of their stuff speaking of drowsy i am tired also both of these episodes were very empty fillery episodes seems to be a trend at the moment of there's not much to talk about which episode did you enjoy the most i'm struggling to choose like all the time because they're both so meh all the time i'm gonna pick digimon because of drowsy i just i don't like drowsy but misty got psyduck yeah but that's the only good thing about this episode yeah but it's a great thing yeah but you're gonna get more episodes with that that's one small part of this entire bad episode in digimon there was no moment where i was just completely overjoyed to see a character but we had like 
really dynamic fights with Gatoman and stuff, and we had things that needed to be done. And but I was more excited by Psyduck than by Gatoman. Take your bias because of Psyduck out. Which do you think deserves the point? You can't really say it's just because of the Psyduck. Well, I think Psyduck's the one thing that puts one above the other for me, because they were both just really empty. Yeah, but if you take Psyduck out, how much more of a lead does Pokemon have over Digimon? If I take Psyduck out, then it's not the same episode that we just watched, so... It's all completely hypothetical. It makes no difference. But Psyduck isn't like a main plot point of the episode. It's at the very end. It's still a point of the episode. Yeah, but it's not like it's the main plot point. At least Pokemon was funny. Digimon gets the point. Why? Give me one good reason why Digimon was better. The Gatomon fight was really good. But it had Myotismon in it as well. Yeah, so he's still okay. Oh, you say that now that you want to give Digimon the point. I just don't like Drowsy, okay? Drowsy was okay. They just looked creepy. They gave me anxiety, okay? Digimon did not give me anxiety. That is true, the animation was awful. Okay, I'll give it to Digimon just because it did sort of grab my attention at the end with the whole running at the gate thing. So that makes it 14.13 to Pokemon. Join us again next time where we'll be watching episode 28. It's all in the cards and Pokemon Fashion Flash. You can listen to more of us on SoundCloud, iTunes or Stitcher, where we're like getting reviews and comments. And you can message us via our Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, with the will thread and email, which are all linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Butterfree. happening in my town that's like the fourth ambulance to go past today i hope everyone's okay um, everyone you hope everyone ever is okay. yeah i don't know who they these people are i can't wish a stranger harm i'm so happy there's a cubone eh. what do you mean eh? Eh. eh doesn't count it's a cubone it's the best that's my reference to this week stranger things which i've still not watched in the half an hour between recordings <laughs> how dare you uh maybe i should watch it backwards like start with the last episode no, 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 no. <laughs> It'll be so funny. No, because you'll watch it and you'll be like, I've no idea what's going on right now. That'll be why it's amazing. No, it won't. I'll work it out backwards. So I called it the gateway home, not the gateway to home. Mm. But that's fine. It's fine. It's the gateway to home. It is. To home. Home to. What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you done with your research? I am done with the research. Did it. Hello. Sorry, I'm I'm reading something else. I got distracted. <laughs> if he had just sent Gatomon out, she would have quite easily have got all the bad all, all the badges. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be the very best. She does. <laughs>